Hey, all my amigos y familia. This is Chef JK or Josh. You can also call me Yosh. You're listening to The Family Cast. Food and music is life, yes? We're about to start the episode, but first, I need to hear some music. So let's dig in.
I regret my actions. I regret offending my coworkers. I pledge to bring my best spirit of honesty, empathy, respect, and open-mindedness, open-mindedness, that even a word, um, into the workplace. In this way, I can truly be a hero. Signed, Daffy Duck. La 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 ladies, la 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 gentlemen, and everything in between. That's you, and you. You're listening to The Family Cast. Food and music is life, yes. I'm your host, Chef Josh K, Josh Kimball Yosh, Chef JK, or call me whatever, just uh, be nice, okay? You're listening to The Family Cast. Today is episode 32. I'm sitting here outside of my kitchen. It's a beautiful day in San Diego County. Uh, Not a cloud in sight, not a cloud. You you might hear some soft-spoken sounds of the trees blowing in the wind behind me, some birds chirping, some cars driving by. But other than that, it's just a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And uh, I have a guest today from another podcast. It's Jed Dion from Talking Records Podcast. And the reason I sing it like that is because, excuse me, his podcast has a theme song. The, the, The show is called Talking Records Podcast. His theme song is done by Chris, the singer of Less Than Jake. So Chris DeMakes uh, sang his theme song. We'll get into it in the episode. We'll talk about that. I will put a link in the show notes. Oh, there's an airplane going over my head because I'm right by my uh, I'm right by the uh, Palomar Airport in Carlsbad, California. Hang on one second here. Talking records podcast. Talking records podcast. Okay, the plane is landing. The plane is about to land, and here we go back outside the kitchen and anyways chris from less than jake sang jed's theme song for his podcast so go check out chris's podcast he has a podcast too these are not commercials for other podcasts it's just so happens that i i do i happen to talk to other podcasters sometimes and today on episode 32 of this show i talked to jed about his podcast and his band so you know he's a pairing stuff in his own right because he's a podcaster a teacher and a musician so we do all that we talk about all that in the episode so yeah, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. But thank you for listening. Please share this show if you feel so inclined. Share it with a friend. Um, maybe go back and listen to some other episodes. I got a lot of cool guests. I got a lot of uh, fun little playlists and songs on each episode and stuff like that. So, you know, you might learn something new about an episode guest or you might learn something new about an artist, a musician you have never heard of. Um, that's what I kind of feel like I like to do that, too, uh, with with the episodes and through research and stuff like that. I've been learning myself. I've been learning. Well, I've been learning about myself, but I've also been learning more songs and more things about the guests and restaurants and their towns and stuff like that. So anyways yeah that's that's all previous stuff this week we're talking about episode 32 jed uh about his podcast his life and all that kind of stuff we had we had fun we had a fun conversation he laughs a lot uh, and we had a good a good talk about podcasting and music and all that kind of stuff so anyways i will talk to you after of course and uh, we're gonna have some fun so yeah like i said share rate review subscribe support on patreon or buy me coffee whatever you want to do and we'll get we'll keep going we'll keep going with this we're, we're i don't we're not gonna stop i might not get it out every single monday or tuesday but i do it on i'm on kitchen time right here like i said i'm outside my kitchen right now so i got to get back in there prep some food for some people's wedding tastings and all that jazz so you know i just do this whenever i have time free time to to do the podcast so without any further ado it's a little fun conversation with jed from talking records podcast here on my show the family cast food and music is life yes 
food and music is life. Yes. So here we go. Let's dig in. Okay. Woohoo! By continuing to be, yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Did it work? It worked. Okay, good. Yep. Just talking mics, talking microphone podcast. <laughs> um, just kidding. <laughs> nah. But I am talking to the owner, creator, CFO, CTO, CEO of Talking Records Podcast, Jed Dion. Ladies and gentlemen, on the family cast, Food and Music is Life. Yes. Uh, in my podcaster po- to podcaster series, another legend in the game. <laughs> I actually don't know. I don't know much about the history of the, of the show. So we're going to talk about all that today on this podcast. So Jed, hey, you're in Canada. I was just on your show talking about good riddance. I'm actually not in Canada. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait. Oh yeah. You're thinking you're of those growing up punk fellas. That's right. I got to see them all twisted. You got to tell me where you are. I'm actually in Massachusetts. I'm about two hours from Boston. Oh, that's right. Sorry. <laughs> I, oh, you know what? I was talking to, yeah, two of the people I talked to so far have been from Canada of, of podcasters. So you sometimes I wish I was from Canada. <laughs> they have some good music up there for sure. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. We, why do you wish you were in Canada? Well, you know, uh, political stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Canada seems like a, Seems like a place that gets a good reputation for a lot of things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They, they, generally happy, generally nice. friendly, generally, you know. <laughs> yeah. Everyone uh, thinks they're so nice up there. Healthy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, and you're a teacher, right? Uh, when you're not doing the podcast? Yes. Yep. I teach fifth grade. Cool. So you're teaching them all about records? You know, I try to slip it in when I can, but they're mostly just like, you know, if it's not on TikTok, it doesn't really have any relevance to them. So do you have to make a TikTok channel for them? To I should. Them? I haven't. But, you know, it might be the way that I get through to them. That's like, yeah. We have the future. Are you still on summer break right now or did you start? Yep, I've got another couple of weeks and then we head back. So I'm just milking this time for everything it's worth. Oh, heck yeah. Catching up on life, everything. Right. Um, and... You were in a band for a long time. Are you still doing that? Not the original band. So I'm in a band currently called the Prozacs. Uh, but prior to that, going back as far as 1996, I was in a band called No Intention. And that went all the way up into 2017. So that was... Oh, okay. Yeah. It was a That's good a long run. time. Yeah, yep. for, for sure. How many records did you do? We did three full-length albums and like a like a nine song EP. And then, Oh, then we did like a five song thing that was, uh, we put out. Cool. But cool. Yeah, cool. A few records. You, yeah. Any, any, uh, any, uh, notable memories to note or any kind of like world tours oh, or anything like that? Gosh. Um, never like a real <laughs> tour. We, we, uh, suffered from like, everybody had like a real job kind of thing. And it was really hard for us, for all four of us to be able to get like time off. So one thing mm. that we never really got to do was tour which was a bummer uh it's one of the like the biggest regrets i have really but yeah lots of great memories man just oh i could go on and on yeah so you so you played like mostly northeast or or did yeah. you drive west ever west coast or anything we stuck to new england i mean we the, we did a short tour once out to chicago um and that was really neat but yeah never anything outside of new england really no no intention to leave new england <laughs> yep <laughs> i love it that was so a joke cool. we never had any intentions to do anything we just kind of went with it you know <laughs> whatever happened happened it was a great name then yeah um, you, you gotta keep it fun 
<laughs> so we can find your music online and everything though yeah yeah our our last album that we did is actually on spotify no intention bent out of shape check it out and then you know the rest of the stuff is on Bandcamp. Uh, you can find it there love Bandcamp. check it out <laughs> yes perfect i know Bandcamp's amazing and then what how long ago did you start your podcast so i started the podcast two years ago like you know maybe it was like the the spring before the pandemic like the pandemic happened like in like march mm-hmm. so i had been going for a little while and i was doing it every other week and then the pandemic hit and i was like i'm gonna do it every week because i have all this time and sure. so so far i've been able to get an episode out every week i mean i probably missed a week or two here and there mm-hmm. but you know it was a furious pace of, of getting episodes yeah. out well, there's nothing else to do yeah you got the time sure <laughs> cool yeah um talking records was it uh, was it always called talking records from the beginning yeah yep and is it right always start. like i didn't research it to see if anybody else had the name i just plunged in and <laughs> <laughs> oh i love that i love yeah. that just just go for it and pay the price later if you need to but you haven't sure. paid the price yet that's good no Experience. i've been lucky you got it yeah <laughs> and is it always uh is it only vinyl records that you talk about or can you talk about anything that's even if it's not on a like a lp yeah well you know like when i first started out i was like i'm gonna do all the records that i have on vinyl but then i realized pretty quickly that that was really limiting like i have a lot of albums that i love that i just don't have on vinyl either because it hasn't been pressed or because Mm -hmm. you know i don't have millions of dollars to spend on on records (laughs) so right some of them i just don't have or they're you know they're out of out of print or i don't know so yeah, it started off just vinyl, but then I was like, all right, uh, I'll do like CDs and stuff too. So yeah, now it's pretty much whatever. I mean, I'll do anything as long as like, you know, I really love it. Yeah. Uh, I'll talk about it, you know? Totally. Yeah. Um, and, and I just know from our, our, when I was on and the shows that I've listened to, yeah. you, you try to do it with a guest all the time, right? Like to kind of have that conversation. Yeah. I like to mix it up. So I have, it started off as kind of my way to reconnect with a lot of friends. So like I told you, I was in a band forever and I made Mm -hmm. all these friends, uh, different people who played in bands, different people who were promoting shows. And it was just like this whole giant world that kind of, kind of closed a little bit when the band stopped playing. And, you know, I got really into um, other things and I became a parent and, I realized pretty quickly that a lot of this huge part of me was kind of fading away. And I mean, being a parent is important, but it it can't be your whole life, you know? And I was like, I'm more than just my children. Like I have to go out and get like a, like a hobby or I got to make sure that I put some focus and energy into something else. Right. So that I can be a better parent. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's selfish to, you know, take some time for yourself and do the things that you enjoy because then, you know, you're happier and you feel good and you know, you're a better you're a better person. You're a better parent for it. So yeah, yeah, you have more to. All get. these people had kind of like you know, and they they had families too. And I just felt like I wasn't connecting with my old pals. So I was like, I'm gonna start this podcast, right? And I'm gonna get all my old friends, like people that I used to spend hours talking to, like at 3 a.m. in diners or in vans going to shows or at shows. Mm-hmm. And we're just gonna talk about the records that we love. And we're gonna talk yeah. about you know how we got into them because I'm really fascinated by how people get into music like to me that's really interesting i mean yeah. some people probably don't care but like i just think because we all kind of like come arrive at these bands and these albums in different ways and to me it's really yeah. cool to find out and so we were doing that and then the other reason why i started the podcast is because there's just no information out there on some of these amazing records like you that's true you want to know about pennywise's full circle there's nothing out there you know there's like whole entire books written about like fleetwood max albums and the mm-hmm. beatles and that you know, justifiably so. Those are great bands, but 
there's just nothing the out there about the bands that I love. Right. And that bummed me out because I was like, I want to know all this stuff. To me, that mm-hmm. that's fascinating, like how they recorded it and, you know, the stories behind the recording yeah. and like yeah. where the band was at. Like you read sometimes that the band were like at each other's throats as they were making right. this amazing record. And to me, that that really kind of puts the record in a different perspective and I can appreciate it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I started the podcast to sort of meet those ends. Yep. I totally love like song breakdown stories like, you know, VH1 yeah. behind the music off the stage things were falling apart those kind of things. right and, um, i know i love documentaries that i watch um there's a lot of like some people are really into their crime podcasts and i don't i don't right. really get into those i could I, mm-hmm. I understand why it's a big story about a, a topic sure uh week to week but like for me since music is you know most of my life um i love the breakdown of especially, especially like you said stuff that i like you know yeah. and then if even if i don't I, i'm willing to listen to it because i want to know how things are made you know, I, I try right. to listen to all the podcasts and watch all the documentaries, even if I'm not totally into <laughs> the artist. Like I watched, you know, country music uh, documentary on certain because they have a, they had a scene and it was like, I mean, mm-hmm. I learned a yeah. lot. So and I also learn a lot of, even about the bands that I like, the ones that you do or any other breakdown shows, uh, people I don't don't know. I just listen to them because mm-hmm. I think it's really cool, you know, liner notes yeah. and like talk, you know, because I don't I'm not going to get to talk to the bands that I used to listen to when I was a kid or whatever, maybe right. they're broken up um, or they've passed away or anything like that. But I think it's mm-hmm. cool to have your, a show like yours, you know, how many episodes have you done now? I am, I think of it like 89 or something. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting up there. It was, you know, thanks to weekly episodes, I was able to get a lot out there. But yeah, I'm closing in on 100. So I'm pretty pretty excited about that. You know, when I started, I was like, no, I don't know how stuff, far yeah. this will go, you know, like, right. and people say to me, like, are you gonna have enough albums? And I'm like, of course, I love music. Like my <laughs> collection is so huge. And who so said that <laughs> diverse? Yeah, I know. It's like, clearly not a music fan. Like, <laughs> <laughs> There's so many albums. Are you gonna run out of records? Uh, No. <laughs> are you gonna so you're gonna continue doing records that that you like? Or do you like the guests come on and say, I want to do this record or whatever? Um, I, I have to like it. I mean, for me to like, feel like because i want to contribute to the conversation i mean it'd be cool to interview someone about a record that they they like but mm-hmm. I, I feel like the whole point of talking records is to talk records and if i can't if i can't contribute to the conversation it just feels like that would be a different show you know yeah yeah because like you said like diving into the song lyrics and stuff like i love having a guest on and like when we have completely different ideas about what the song is about, like to me, that's really interesting. Cause it's like, Oh wow. You thought it was about this. And I mean, oh, nobody's yeah. wrong, you know, it's your interpretation, but it can kind of be fun. And I know there's listeners out there that are probably like, Oh, I don't get that from that song at all. And I think yeah. that's pretty cool. Like we all have our own sort of understandings of what mm-hmm. these songs are about. And I know that artists like, they don't really like to explain what their songs about. So right. another component to my, podcast is sometimes I'll get lucky enough and I'll have somebody who actually made the record come on and talk about it mm-hmm. and I try never to be like hey what's this song about <laughs> you know because like they don't want to it's you know a lot of them will say oh you know it's not really about uh, this that or anything it's just uh you know I was in a, in a place and I you know drew from these different areas of my life and you know so it's like yeah. interpret it the way you're going to interpret it right mm-hmm. and so that's what I that's what I like to do yeah and then yeah it's because <laughs> the guests that are on obviously they seem like they're really into that record or band or, or whatever. So it helps. Yeah. Um, it helps the enthusiasm of the conversation, I think. And just the, 
the the knowledge they bring of a of a band or the being a fan of the band yeah. or the record to to come and be on the on your show and stuff like that you know yeah i mean maybe fun. maybe i'm just speaking from the one i did but like yeah you know, that was <laughs> in particular an important um there's an importance to the records and stuff like that too so um that's why i think i was drawn to the show and your show in the beginning um because it, because I was looking for you, you ha, your list had a lot of records that I was would be interested in learning more about. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. so you're and yeah. it helps you you're a teacher too, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's definitely that that level of like <laughs> absurd research and like trying to get all the information. But um, yeah, going back to what you said about albums that were meaningful. Yeah, don't always pick like the ones that people would expect. Uh, I get from people from time to time, like, how come you didn't do this record? How come you, how come you did that band, but you didn't do this record? And I'm like, right. well, that's a great record and I'll probably do it. But, you know, we did this other one because the guest and I arrived at, hey, this is a really meaningful record to us and yeah. we love it. Um, you know, like with you, I usually ask someone like, send me a big list of like your favorites, you know? <laughs> and like, we just kind of talk about them. I'm like, yeah, that's a great record. Oh man, that's a great record too. Like I could totally have you on the show for like five different episodes, but let's sure. do this one because, yeah. you know, and that's just how we do it. It's, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do them all, you know, unless we do like a co-hosting series or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, the guests are, it's cool. Um, uh, did you have, you must've had Chris Demakes on at one point to, how did you get in touch with him to do your, your, your theme song from Less Than Jake? Yeah, that's kind of like a a long story that I'll try to shorten up. Like, okay, I did I did an episode on losing streak with two of my buddies, Tony and Chris. Uh, they're brothers. Tony played in a local band uh, called The Skeptics, and we just did a billion shows together. And Chris was like my partner in ska. Like, I don't know if you noticed, but there was a time when ska was massive, and then all of a sudden nobody wanted anything to do yeah, with ska. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, I always just loved it. I didn't really. I guess I kind of had blinders on, like I didn't realize that it had taken such a, a hit, you know, with the masses and that it became uh-huh. kind of like a dirty word. Like I just liked ska. So I kept sure. listening to ska and Chris was my man. And like, we would talk all the time about ska records because no one else would. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, I'm getting off track. So going to back to Losing Streak, I reached out to Chris to ask him some questions about Losing Streak and he was totally cool. And he sent me all this really cool information and we just got to talking and he was talking about how he was doing these theme songs. So I, I asked him if he would do one and oh. he put together a, a great theme song for the podcast, which I was so excited about, you know, to have the person that you're yeah. like a fan of do a song for you is really cool. Totally. Yeah. And did he bust it out? He actually quick? did a, s- a specific episode one. Hey, we're still going. Yeah. Anyway, I was just saying that he did a song and then he did like an uh, episode specific song. And he was like really awesome about it. And he kept you know, we were sending emails back and forth. And he was like, what's the gist of the podcast? Like, what do you, what do you what, like, you know, he's asking me all these great questions and I was just explaining to him yeah. what I was doing. Um, and he, you know, he put out this great song, which was really cool of him. And it's really thrilling to hear it. And like I said, the the voice of uh, less than Jake, the, the guy that I grew up listening to and loving is doing a theme for my, my little podcast, you know, it's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, do you guys stay in touch after that at all? Yeah. So, you know, we traded emails back and forth and we, you know, I'd, I'd like comment on his Instagram stuff, but uh-huh. then a while later uh, I wanted to do borders and boundaries with my man, Ryan uh, from the band mixtapes. And so I reached out to him again. I'm like, Hey, will you, do you mind? Would you come on the show? And he's like, yeah. So uh, we got him on and talked about borders mm-hmm. and that was, that was a lot of fun. Cool. Yeah. Less than Jake, super fun band in general, just everybody in the band, you know, they're all, 
they sound the name is sounds fun the band the music sounds fun you know like yeah just and uh, nobody has anything bad to say about these guys like i talk to bands all the time they're like lesson jake was great to us on the road you know they took us out on this tour or they they helped us out here or they gave us this and like to me that's awesome like that makes me like a band even more like when you find out that the guys are genuinely cool and like nice Mm -hmm. like i've actually been turned off to really great bands or bands that like i love their music but then you find out that the guys are kind of like jerky and like you know not very nice who's that say say their name oh (laughs) i'm not gonna throw anyone under the bus man but it happens or like even with this podcast i mean it probably happens to you like you reach out to people yeah (laughs) and they give you kind of like a lukewarm response and you're like hey man i'm just trying to promote your music like (laughs) sure yeah Um, and i know a lot of these people don't need talking records podcast to to promote their music they're doing just fine without me but you know it means a lot to me when someone's like yeah i'll spend 40 minutes just chatting with you about this music that i made and it's cool yeah and why wouldn't they i mean right so far so far in my this experience that of 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 me doing the show is um it's been pretty warmly received from if I send a request out to somebody if they want to be on or not um um and especially if it's somebody that I wouldn't expect them to respond at all you know and and then they do it's like oh cool you know that's really nice and then they say yeah because it happened I did the same thing with you know when I was whatever starting the band or whatever business or anything like that it's like why wouldn't you talk to everybody you know why wouldn't yeah um do that i mean i'm not going to reach out to bono or anything like that i mean i might i might but but at the same time you know jonah i had jonah from far on and he said that some you know something happened like that to him with you two where they took you two took him and his friend backstage because they had reached out online or something like that and that's amazing. i don't know it was a story in his book but um it just if you're nice to people it kind of just carries forward and then blah you know it can't it can't hurt you to to be nice well that's my thinking it's like it doesn't hurt to ask i mean what's the worst that they're gonna say like no you know so no response no yeah well i don't you know to be honest i'd rather get someone to be like nah i'm not really interested um i'd rather that than just someone ghosting me or like not responding like the problem with instagram as you can see like when people have seen your message and it's like oh come on man like just (laughs) just say no just tell me no like it's cool yeah 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 i know what you mean um do you have you had any like you know, conversations on your, on the podcast where you're like, this is not going well or anything like that. <laughs> no, luckily I, it hasn't happened. I, <laughs> you know, I do a lot of research. Like I do reach out to people that a, like I've been following for a long time and I can guarantee that they're nice and that they're cool and that they're going to be fun to talk to. Um, I only made the mistake. I reached out to one person who just was like, yep, let's do it. And then we got as far as like setting up the Zoom and then they no showed and then would not respond to any of my messages afterwards. And I was like, that's a bummer. Like, <laughs> you yeah. know, and it's like, it's fine. I understand that things happen. But so, yeah, I was stood up once. But but other than that, yeah, like I said, I try to like round up people that I know are going to be great. And then typically the conversations go really well. You know, I'm not this isn't like a trying to dig up dirt kind of podcast. Yeah. Like I'm not pressing people for like you know, dirt or like information or like controversial stuff. Like to me, it's like, how'd you make the record? You know, (laughs) what was the process like? You know, what kind of amps did you use? You know, stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, it's, um, you can make it as basic or as in depth as you need to, depending on the flow of the, the dryness of the, um, (laughs) the talking or whatever. Right. Um, Yeah. We're like, Hey, let's get wild. You know, Oh, okay. You're not wild, <laughs> Whatever. You know? but because you don't want to, you don't want to fan out 
you know, necessarily geek out on, you know, I'm a huge fan or, you know. Oh, I it's been myself, hard. Yeah, it's yeah, been hard I not to myself, do that. Mm-hmm, exactly. So I'm like, how can I talk and not get on their level? But I don't know. Because, um, but then again, I realize, you know, we're, they're humans, we're, they're people. So it's like, you can, we can find something in common to, to not right. be such a fan. Of, I don't know. But at the same well, time. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what I have to remind myself. It's been fun to talk to people that I look up to their music and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Who were some people that you were like really thrilled to talk to? <laughs> I mean, well, all of them so far, really. But I, there's, I yeah. still, I have, I have like a list of, of people that I, uh, not, I haven't reached out to yet. But I would like to talk to somebody like, like Killer Mike from Run Jewels. He has a, he's mm-hmm. a restaurant owner and you know, mm. and obviously a big a musician. And he's, he supports his community and uh, uh, invests into food trucks and restaurants and stuff like that in his community. That's amazing. Um, stuff like that. And then of course, you know two of the guys in good riddance are in the food service industry. And so uh, one, I have Chuck is on my list to talk to um, that I want to talk to. Right. Yeah. That'd be um, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. Because um, I don't, I think that, um, yeah, I think, like you said, it doesn't hurt to ask kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but like even a guy like Dave Grohl, he likes doing, um, he likes, uh, you know, Texas barbecue or smoking, you know, he's probably, all these people probably maybe are silent investors in different, food things with oh sure yeah, yeah you know what i mean um i i wouldn't say no to to that even because he's so big but he's also very nice and accessible when you, if you can get a hold of him you know oh, that'd be amazing yeah. um because i mean i've seen him in real life he came to one of the restaurants i was working at we served him he's super awesome him and his daughter yeah he's a big music guy so that you know food totally. music it's perfect yeah yeah so that's kind of my list is people who are involved in those things so if they whether they own a restaurant or they like you know, invest in a bar. I know Travis Barker has just invested in a couple of San Diego restaurants that are expanding to LA and stuff like that. So, um, so there's a, that's like a kind of like a lofty list. And then there's like the kind of, you know, like I got my local guys who are in hardcore bands who Mm -hmm. open a coffee shop or like, you know, start a record label or, or or anything like that, or a chef who used to be in their band or anything like that. So I have some stuff that's actually happening in the works. And then I have like the list that's whoa this this would be insane you know yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> the dream guest list kind of yeah like like because they have no reason to be on my show like you said they they it doesn't matter if they're here but i want i want to tell their story that cool story to the people who listen to my show like mm-hmm. dude yeah look at they're not just this one thing there's so many facets to to the to uh the guests that i have on Ho- you know hopefully you can understand that they're not just you know pigeonholed as this like acoustic guitar player or or Mm -hmm. chef or anything like that it's like look at all these things we can do you know (laughs) yeah oh totally yeah yeah so yeah i mean do you still have a huge list of like people to reach out to or is it are you are you also just kind of going um i I like this record i have a friend who likes this record let's talk about this record yeah it's pretty much like that i I try not to make a make a list because i know that it would be daunting and i (laughs) would be really hard to key to it plus like i'll have a friend that would be like Hey man, what about this record? I'd be like, let's do it, you know. So, right, right. kind of try to keep it loose. Um, I, you know, of course, I have a list of people I would love to talk to. I'd love to talk to Joey Kate from Lagwagon. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I, sometimes I get an album idea and I'll try to reach out. And you know, if I don't hear from them, that's okay. You know, if right, I don't hear from yeah. people, we'll just, we do it anyway. Um, but like, I get caught in that. Like, I really want the episodes to be informative. Like I want there to be a lot of information and some of these records, there's just nothing out there. So I'm like, if I'm going to do it, like I, I kind of have to get in touch with someone from the band because I don't want to do a record and have it just be like, you know, 
bare minimum as far as information. So mm-hmm. I've got a few records that have been held up because I just can't find anybody to, and they don't necessarily even have to come on the podcast. I'm like, Hey, like, just tell me like some things. Yeah, that's true. Give me <laughs> some questions so that I can like present the information, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um, there's a few <laughs> records like that that have been held up by there's just nothing. There's no information out there. <laughs> so you're constantly working on your constant, you have a couple of shows like that you're working on it at a time just compiling oh, yeah. and stuff yeah totally yeah, yeah like i'll like, i'll plan them out because research can take a long time so i'll mm-hmm. i'll get in touch with people i'll be like hey we should do you know a record and we'll we'll arrive at what record and i'll be like all right cool i'll you know i'll talk to you in like a month you know <laughs> right <laughs> you so, go no, off I'm, and like ready. you know i'm ready yeah <laughs> so i'll have like maybe three episodes going at a time where i'm like looking up information yeah. or reading books or watching docs or you know, scouring the net for yeah. anything that like someone might have said in an interview that's, you know, pertinent. But yeah. And some of them go quicker than others. Like sometimes you'll get someone like like totally. Bill Stevenson. I contacted him through email. He's like, Yeah, let's do it. Uh, what are you yeah. up to tonight? I'm like, whoa, uh, <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. So, you know, he gave me a time and then I like jumped on my computer and was just like researching the record that I wanted to talk to him about which was all and it was mass nerder which is probably a record that nobody ever asks him about that's why he wanted to do it because <laughs> he's bill stevens and he was probably like sweet like i get to talk about all let's do it and i got him oh on the did phone. you ask him to do yeah. that record oh, yeah okay. i asked yeah. him to do it i mean it's a good record. I think he was a little surprised but you know it's such a great record and it's so overlooked because people love the descendants and they love black flag and they love all these bands that he's been in and they love all too but let's all. face it all gets kind of a unfair shake oh yeah totally but um he they was great about it in their documentary too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he was uh, totally loose and answered all my questions. And it was like the, it was like one of the easiest ones that I've ever done. And it's like, well, you know, it's Bill Stevenson, you know, like, mm-hmm. so again, it doesn't hurt to ask because you never know. He's amazing. Yeah. That's all. That's really cool. I mean, congrats on that. Cause he's, you know, that's almost like a bucket list person for, 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 for most people, most musician, yeah. music fans would probably love to talk to him about whatever record, you know? Well, he's got the bands and he's got the studio. Like so yeah. many of the the yeah. the uh, records that I've done were done at the Blasting Room. So I mean, I feel like I could just call this guy every week and be like, "Hey, when you did this record, <laughs> now, now you, you know? could, yeah, yeah, just a quick email chat or whatever. Like, hey, tell me a little bit about you know recording yeah. drums on this record or whatever, because they have a certain sound for sure. They definitely um, do. <laughs> that's funny. Um, I like the fact that um, so you, I feel like as a teacher. Because I, I, I do teaching also. And then I know the guys from, I think both guys, maybe from Propaganda Pod are teachers too. Yeah. Maybe, yep. At least one of them. But there's like a certain way. Um, it's in our it's in our, our brains as hosts to steer the conversation, of course, like steering a classroom maybe. But like you have that you have that same model of kind of researching and, and then, you know, developing the talk to, to the listeners, whoever they are, you know, whether it's your students or. <laughs> I don't know, some stranger on the internet. Um, yeah. But that it's going to inform them of, for example, when you talk about refused, you know, what what's what are the things that we want them to learn? Bup, 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 right. bup. What are the yeah. things that I would like to say about my favorite record? Bup, 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 you know, and then let's convey that. Um, and I think that talking records is um, a pretty smooth transition to you could you could be a super fan listening to the episode mm-hmm. and like it, or you could be a noob and listen to the episode and like it also. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're like yeah thank you i building I fans to, i promise that i don't make lesson plans for these episodes but like well i mean there's research and and development yeah so. i try to make it yeah i try to get like right in the middle of that like 
total fandom and then like hey if you're curious because i hope that like people will check out some of these records even if they're like moderate fans just because they're interested in music like you were saying you checked out that country music doc like i have a feeling that there are a lot of people out there that you know they might not love the band but they like good stories and they like you know learning about how things come together and and, and things like that and so i really hope that you know a lot of people are are, are doing that and i also listen to a lot of podcasts and i try just to think about like as a listener like what I want to hear. And, you know, I know everyone's different. Like some people really like the the tangents and like, you know, when the co-hosts argue on, on mic or like when someone's dog's barking and they talk about the dog for five minutes, like some people like that. But, you know, I really try to, to laser focus. Uh, if we do get on tangents, it's, it's fine, you know, because we want the podcast to be loose. We don't want it to be so, yeah. you know, formal and uh, but at the same time, trying to keep it close to the the you know the center the focus like teaching fifth graders <laughs> exactly because i got in some pretty crazy tangents in my fifth grade class and they have to be like yeah. ah mr dion are we still talking about volcanoes oh right yeah yeah but good riddance um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, bouncing souls uh so yeah yeah let me tell you about the souls exactly so how was that bouncing souls concert you just went to in, in um with the h2o and the bane uh, surprise show it was amazing i you know i was a little nervous about heading out into the world uh, but I was like, you know what? I can't, I can't like live in fear. Like I, I do appreciate the importance of, you know, taking care of my fellow human and, mm -hmm. and doing the, the important safety precaution measures that sure, we're sure. doing. Um, but I was like, I need to see some live music. So, <laughs> you know, I'd been fully yeah. vaccinated and I went out there and just had a great time. Like the bouncing souls were amazing. I had never seen H2O before. And so that was really fun. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Bane made a surprise appearance, which was like totally surprising and, and amazing. I have a friend who's a huge Bane fan. I'm like, hey, man, I just saw Bane. And he was like, what? Bane? He's like, they're not even around anymore. I'm like, no, they're not. But they were tonight, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and sick of it all. I mean, it was just like a great, yeah. loud, you know, exciting show. And I, I just had a blast. So. I love that. How how is the energy like? Uh, uh, one of the first concerts back from reopening the world, and one of the and it was a big concert, uh, not a festival, yeah. but like a big. That's a really rad lineup. Um, right. People like, you know, was it the regular moshing kung fu like stage dive, that kind of stuff? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah, yeah. I would nice. say. I mean, the great the energy was great. I mean, everybody who was there was super excited to be there. Yeah. You know, you could tell there was totally. just like a yeah. like a crackle in the air to be cliche. Of people that were like, I've been cooped up in my house for a year, and now I'm I'm watching Bane and sick of it all and H2O and the Bouncing Souls and like, you know, and it was for a cause, you know, it was for Stu and mm -hmm. um, this fellow who had passed away, and it got pretty emotional because Bane brought his family on stage, and it was just a really cool like communal, yeah. like music is what draws all these people together, you know, that pulls people out of this really rough year, and it's pulling people together yeah. who are going through a loss of a friend and. Yeah, it was a, it was a really good energy to the place. It was a lot of fun. That's rad. Um, that's really cool. I, yeah, I was kind of processing, talking to Aaron from Bain about that, like try to figure, you know, I mean, giving people space to grieve and stuff like that. Um, it's it must. I can't even imagine like, yeah, losing a band member who's like a yeah. brother and that kind of stuff. And the, and then the like I said, the the bringing the family on stage that would have been. You see a bunch of hardcore people crying in the audience. And stuff oh like my that. god, it was heart wrenching. I mean, I don't even yeah. know these people, but right. my heart just like went out to them. Mm -hmm. The two yeah. daughters were standing there, and I was like, oh, you know, 
damn that's that's yeah. um um yeah so i ordered some some i just try to help out the family if you know send some gift cards or order some merch or whatever just because no, there's no price to replace the person but like yeah we do what we can from from the uh, another coast yeah and like supporting their legacy and just mm -hmm. yeah you know acknowledging the important contributions that they brought to the world i think it's like a really great way to yeah. pay tribute to to a lost friend or family yeah. member and they're like probably, a lot of people uh, are like how can you know when like a singer dies or a guitarist dies like how can you go on with the band you know without them like you know they were the band but it's almost like you know you're by carrying their music forward you're you're paying tribute to their life. I mean, you're saying this yeah. is their work and you're keeping that work in people's consciousness. And I, I think that's really important. Totally. And, um, you know, the legacy that that musician, if they were a big part of the band, of course, also um, just carrying on the, the tradition and legacy of their art and, and, you know, the fans and everyone that can still support the band and, and, you know, contribute to that, to that legacy, if, you know, mm -hmm. and if the band is willing to, to do that for the, uh, for the family and such, but um, yeah. Was, is there, I mean, that, yeah, like I said, what a great first show to get back to, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, it was great. <laughs> was that, uh, that was probably up there with one of the best shows you've ever seen, maybe, I, I would assume. Oh, man, I've I mean, been up, so many shows, thing, but for sure. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely has its place in remarkable shows just because never in my life had I ever gone so long without seeing live music. I mean, oh, I'm, yeah. you know, <laughs> I know that you're the same, like live music is just a huge part of my existence. I've been playing in bands yeah. since I was 16. There has never been a time where I wasn't like at a show. Like, I mean, I remember going to shows like every weekend in high school, like just, yep. it didn't even matter who the bands were. You just go to hang out and learn about new exactly. bands. And so that year without, without that was like really hard. And I didn't realize really how hard it was until I bought the tickets. And I was like, I'm going to a show like that's, it's yeah. pretty awesome. It's pretty remarkable. What's but yeah, I've been to a lot of great one. shows. I, yeah. So many memories. <laughs> Let's tell me one. What's a what's a insane lineup that you know at a, not a festival necessarily, but like a show. You know, one night, three hours long. You see like <laughs> all these amazing bands. Just yeah, like, I mean, like festivals aside, like Warp Tour and stuff. Like nothing will ever beat that 1997 Warp Tour. That was amazing. <laughs> all the bands. Band <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean that was incredible. But I mean, I've been to a lot of great shows. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of a few standout ones um i'm drawing a blank of course because i'm on the spot but i mean Boom. i saw real big fish and friends will rom and spring hill jack once in my hometown and that was like the show that got me into friends will rom just because they were so amazing um that was awesome i've been to i went to a no use for a name limp show one time that was just mm. tons of fun i love both those bands yeah um i see your wall behind you yeah. <laughs> yep. Um. Oh man, I've just been, I've been to so many. It's hard to um, totally. Are you, to, are you specifically uh, in the mostly punk and hardcore? Uh, uh, yeah, punk, hardcore, ska, reggae. Oh, yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. I mean, even like rock, alternative rock. I mean, there's a lot of alternative rock bands and indie rock bands that I love. I'm just a really big fan of music. So, I mean, I'm pretty hard pressed to find, I mean, I, you know, I do have some hot takes. There are some things I don't like. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I'm not a big fan of like country music. Uh, I'm not a big fan of like yeah. really weird, like noise oriented stuff. Like it just gets on my nerves, but for the most <laughs> part, I'm, I'm pretty open. Like I love a ton of music, different types of music. I've been to a lot of great shows. A, a really great show I went to once was a band Ozo Motley. I don't know if you've heard of them. Totally. 
huge band, uh, lots of drums, lots of percussion. They let a parade like around the venue and then out the front door down main street and then back to the venue. And it was like, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's the famous parade. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's that was a, a, that's a memorable experience. They build that, they build that memorable experience. Um, yeah. Aside from whatever you see on stage that bands do, like Ozamotli like includes the audience and goes out of the venue and you know comes back and mm -hmm. everyone's like everyone's in a fantastic mood um but what about um you said you're organizing your record collection there you know your record shelves and all that like what how many records are in your collection oh my gosh uh vinyl. i think vinyl strictly vinyl here yeah i think discogs has me up to like oh man i don't even know a lot i mean i i had to i have to buy another another whole shelf because oh that that says a lot yeah yeah but like you know i was thinking about this before we were talking before we set this up because i knew we were talking about records and like i really just i collect to listen you know so like all the records i have i you know i break them out of their plastics i put them on the platter and i enjoy them i'm not really like a a collector of like various pressings or you know, I got to have that, that record that costs a whole lot because, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to keep it and never listen to it. Like I don't do that. Oh yeah. So, so you don't, but you, I do have you, a lot. What's the, have you spent, have you actually spent more than a normal amount on a record to have or in your collection or anything like that? Um, like, I think the know. most I've ever spent on a record was like 50 bucks. Mm -hmm. Was it something that was like a collectible? Or like, not really. <laughs> I foolishly paid too much for it. Oh. Um, it was like one of those like color presses of a record that's like out of print and some dude had it. And I was like, Hey, I want that record. And he was like, yeah, give me 50 bucks for it. And I was like, mm, that's too much. He's like, all right, well you can't have it. Then I was like, Oh, but I really want it. So <laughs> I was like, damn it. So I spent the 50 bucks and I was like, uh, I got hosed, but it's all good. <laughs> Shoot. Hopefully you're getting maximum enjoyment from that record. Well, that's yeah. the thing. I do. I listen to it. I mean, it's it's paid for there itself. Exactly. So, I mean, 50 bucks is way too much money to spend on a record. But yeah, that's like depending on. So, yeah. And that has stopped me from buying a lot of the records that I'm looking for. I mean, you know, my 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 Discogs want list is very it's, it's small, but like the records I want are I'm like, oh, I can't I'm not going to I'm never going to pay that much money for like, yeah, Bronx Bronx 2 or like Jimmy World, you know static prevails um stuff like that it's on, i'll keep them on my want list but like they're never going to be a, a low enough price for me to justify purchasing when i you know when i need new socks or something you know right or whatever i don't know um take care of my kids well, yeah um, and plus i like the um i like tracking them down like i like finding records like you'll go to a record swap or you'll go to a record fair or you'll trade with somebody or you'll just come across it in a store um to me that's like more gratifying Mm -hmm. than to like go online and pay like pay too much for for some record and have it at your doorstep a couple of days later you know it's like somebody around the world that you never interact with yeah or i'll meet yeah. somebody and they'll have a record and i'll be like oh, i really want that record and they'll either sell it to me or they'll give it to me like i've had some friends just send me records that they're like yeah, yeah yeah you obviously love this record more than i do here you go <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah that's cool J jason unoriginal vinyl shout out he's he sent me he sent me like about like maybe three or four over the years just extra copies or or he made a he made a record and he gave it to me or whatever you know like yeah he'll just show up and without me you know buying or trading he'll just he'll just show up i'm like what that's cool you know that's awesome I mean, ship, shipping a record is like between three and four bucks and then however much it, i don't know that's just a really nice gesture what's, what's, your, what's your like what's what do you think is your like 
you know one of your top records in your collection not not money wise but like your favorite like sentiment sentiment well um i mean i've got a lot of records that mm-hmm. i ooh, that i borrowed from my father borrow meaning i stole them from him uh-huh. uh and those i i think are really sentimental because he had a, a just a huge record collection but you know he doesn't have a record player anymore and and uh he, you know all his records are down in the basement and you know it's a testament that he hasn't gotten rid of them so i think there's a, a tiny part of him that like still loves those records sure. but i think he really loves the fact that I'm taking them and I'm listening to them and I'm cleaning yeah. it up, cleaning them up and, and I've got them. Yeah. So to me, those are really great because those are the records that my dad had when he was like 15, you know, and it's really cool to think that I'm listening to the same grooves that my dad listened to when he was a kid or my mom, my mom is, is a really big music fan as well. And she had a ton of records. So between the two of them, you know, I just scored all this great stuff, like a lot of classic rock, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. But also, they have really diverse tastes. There's like reggae records in there, early Ramon stuff. So I got all that. You should have them on the show. I had my dad on the show, actually. Uh, oh, nice. At the, at the very beginning. He came on. We talked about the first Led Zeppelin record. I know it's not punk rock, but it's kind of punk rock because yeah, it is. You know, it's yeah, loud. It is. It's Zeppelin. Plus, it's got a really fascinating backstory just about how these guys kind of mm-hmm. stole from <laughs> other musicians. Yeah. and Black musicians. So. It was a blast talking to him. I think they have, and I have most of their documentaries. Those are really good documentaries because yeah, the bigger bands have a bigger budget to make documentaries and there's more, there's more research done on them, but like, it's fascinating to hear about Led Zeppelin and stuff like that. And I think they were punk rock in a lot of ways, not double time drum beats, but Mm -hmm. who else was doing that besides the people they stole from, of course, but who else, what other band was like making that sound and, you know, making the music sexy and like all the stuff i think they're one i yeah. think they are like one of the one of the predecessors of punk rock in the in the attitude of punk rock like the beatles mm-hmm. yeah punk rock songs sped up whatever but like led zeppelin mm-hmm. was like kind of not attitude like sex pistols but like just the pomp and yeah you know sexiness and well like we're gonna do our thing you know yeah yeah exactly you do you do that we're gonna we're gonna be influenced and take some from that and then we're just gonna go you know make it big and be a little bit controversial the way we do it so yeah yeah so shout out to the early those early punks and i'm probably gonna get some flack for saying that they were punk but i'm not talking about mohawks i'm talking about attitude yeah no flack's all right it's okay to take your your lumps um yeah i know some other records um my girlfriend got me a gray colored copy of the gray race by bad religion without knowing that it's like my favorite record by one of my favorite bands Mm -hmm. like she's like hey i picked up this record for you and i was like oh you know like i kind of (laughs) like my heart skipped a couple beats i was like oh my god you know so that that to me is like a record that i'll always treasure hell yeah um you know my no use for name records my you know back uh lag wagon uh i got a few lag wagon records those are my favorite bands from that time so those sure, records yeah. I'll, I'll just listen to them over and over and over again and enjoy them i could contest with anybody that the gray race is probably bad religion's best record and i'm gonna catch some flack for just saying that too but i oh, know bring it on yeah i know enough about <laughs> the, all their records and production and everything and their whole career to know that you know the way that was just the whole story of gray race and and the output that it is and stuff like that is if you know it's probably the pinnacle of their, of their talent of, of as far as our culmination of all their, all the musicians they've had, who they would have just like, you know, Rick Ocasek production, like yeah. just, it's a whole, it's a whole <laughs> argument. And, and I could, I could argue, I could argue with like punk rock vinyl 
battles and stuff like that but um like it's not suffer but it doesn't sound like it's mm-hmm. it's a to- it's almost a totally different band and generation of 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 the band and stuff. so anyways i hear what you're saying with that being like their best you know i totally do not disagree with that yeah i mean i know people like were frustrated that mr brett wasn't on the record and stuff like that but you know it's like greg like stepped it up like he knew that he had to put out a great record and he did and i think the great race is like very melodic i think it's some of the best music that they've done and i've always just loved that album and yeah people are like well yeah i don't know it's not that not that great i'm like have you listened to it like <laughs> put yeah. aside your you know your disappointment that it's not bad religion yeah. of you know of yesterday. I, I say i say this to to the gray race uh haters or whatever take pretend it's not bad religion and then go put it on go put the record on mm. and then judge it as a record yes and now and then and then put it and then re re un, unpretend that it's you know whatever it is so it's bad religion and then now put it up against their other stuff and then see how you much you like it or not you know yeah so definitely I, I understand i understand all the all the records are, <laughs> have their merits and stuff like that and the big three and all this but check it out like that try it like that new ears new heart mm-hmm. you know <laughs> absolutely man well said yeah <laughs> i hope so all you haters um but still yeah <laughs> Are, were you into the like were you big into like um skateboarding and stuff like that as a kid you know what actually i wasn't i and i and i never played the tony hawk skater games um <laughs> i just like it's something that i never got into i don't know why i just i think i stepped on a skateboard as a kid and promptly fell off of it and i'm like okay well that's not for me <laughs> let's do a guitar <laughs> yeah i'll play guitar instead um yeah never really got into it but totally you know got into the culture and like the music and you know the yeah. whole aesthetic but i How'd just get think into that punk rock i um i think that story goes back to just growing up in a household where my parents appreciated a lot of different music and they had ramones and clash music on from time to time and mm-hmm. you know like a lot of people in 94 i heard green day and i was like hey i like this um but i didn't love it until bad religion i mean i heard a walk on 107 which is a radio station out here in boston i heard that song and like everything just like i know it's cliche but like everything stopped and i was like what is this like this guy has like this great delivery the song is really catchy i just really loved it and i couldn't find any information out about the band because this was like pre-internet this was like 96 and so like a like a fool i actually wrote a letter to rolling stone magazine <laughs> and i was like can you direct me to any information about the band bad religion and of course they didn't respond but uh yeah i went out and got the record and i just i loved it you know i, I liked green day i don't want to take anything away from the important role that green day played in getting me mm-hmm. in the door uh, or to the door Bad Religion pulled me through the door, you know, hey. <laughs> love that record and just yeah. listened to it so much. And from there, just started exploring all the other bands. You know, I learned that, you know, Brian had been in Minor Threat and, you know, I learned that um, Greg had been in the Circle Jerks and just was exploring bands. And then, you know, once you go around talking about how you're into punk, then all of a sudden other people who are into it start saying, well, hey, have you checked out this band? Or here, here's yeah. a compilation with a lot of cool bands on it. And it just took off from there. Thank God for compilations. Um, that's how I discovered everything is through compilations. It bums or, me you, out that like this generation doesn't have comps. Yeah, what well, they do, but they're digital. But like, digital. just like handing somebody like a compilation. 
Mm-hmm. Or like finding yeah. one in the store for $3 and you're like, oh my God, look at all these great yeah. bands on here. <laughs> exactly. Or some, some they used to, I used to got some free comps had some really good music on it too. And in the music scene, uh, even the majors, when they were, you could go to Tower Records or a big store yeah. and pick up a bunch of free comps of, yeah. You know, and they would come with the DVD with videos too. I was like, whoa, all this, I would get as many of those as I could because it's free and I'm learning about new music. And then I discovered side projects of bands too and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So that's always fun, you know? Yeah, that's pretty genius. Yeah. <laughs> No, see, I, somebody needs to do that now. And I mean, I know obviously it costs more now and it digital is the way to go for some things. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, there's a lot of people out there who still want the physical copy of things mm-hmm. and such. I guess, I don't know. I can't tell people what to do with their vinyls. And <laughs> it's hard <laughs> to make that, you know, don't be. Yeah. So they make cassettes. But I, I love also making mixtapes and being handed mixtapes for oh, people. Yeah. Like, because they make it for you. So I'd love to see that. So I try to burn CDs. I try to make mixtapes on CDs still like burning co- stuff from, um, you know, iTunes and whatever. Um, just because that's, it's still like sentimental value to to have something given to you that's for you. Even if it's by other artists, it's still like the songs mean something, you know? Oh, absolutely. And that's a huge I, yeah. part of, huge I made part of my so musical. many tapes. Yeah, 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 exactly. So many <laughs> tapes back in the day. And funny story, actually, just a week ago, I sent a mixtape that I had made out to jessica from the mabel syndrome i was like hey i made a tape do you want it and she was like yeah <laughs> so go. it was kind of cool like all these years later to be making a mixed tape and sending it to somebody because like i did that throughout high school i just made so many tapes because in my opinion like music like music is so important to me and like i was just i wanted to get good music like out like here listen to this this is really great you might like this and i was just always like giving people stuff i'd give people cds like and then I'd later be like, oh, I shouldn't have given that away. But, you know, I just like give it out because I'm like, you need to hear this. You know, this is this is great exactly. music. Exactly. We're, we're still doing that. Now we're just giving it away on, you know, in talking form. Or yeah. Hopefully with the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> right. The same reason I started it because uh, it was kind of everything was locked down. I was antsy, not going to shows, to, you know, two to two times a week like I was before. And then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wait, I have so many people in the food, food and beverage world and that were kind of were into the music world and then music, and vice versa in the music world to that. Um, I'm already having all these conversations. Why don't I just record it? That's so cool. You know? Yeah, um, that's one well, of the things that drew me to your podcast is you connect music to food. And I was thinking about that and like, you know, music plays such an important role in so many aspects of your life, but definitely food. And I, it's like, I really got into how you were talking about like food pairings with music and stuff like that. And that was really cool. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, try to do that because I feel like, yeah, it, it, uh, it, uh, I mean, uh, the musician guests that I have on when I pair food with their, their music, they're like, whoa, yeah. And it's fun for them to think about, <laughs> think about their songs in a different way. Like, that song sounds like this drink or, you know, mm. when I was eating at this taco shop, I heard this record and, you know, it kind of puts that together for me. And they're like, Oh, oh that's amazing. You know? So, because, you know, I think as artists, you know, musicians, whatever, whatever kind of creator you're like, you see it or hear it or in, or taste it in a certain way. You, mm-hmm. you personally will have it one certain way, but you want it to reach all these people or whatever. I mean, yeah. some, some artists just do things for one way and they want it for themselves, but some artists are like, I want the world to know this or whatever <laughs> the case may be. And then, so hopefully through these conversations and realizations, we can say, you know, your music means this to me, or it makes me think about this food or this drink this way. Um, yeah. So well, that's so cool, man. I think I see that's the stuff that I find so fascinating is like <laughs> what memories or what things people connect to the music they hear. Like that to me is really cool. Like, cause there are songs 
that you've probably heard once when you were doing something. And despite the fact that you've heard that song probably a million times since, for yeah. some reason, it always brings you back to that moment. Like I can't hear Led Zeppelin's Heartbreaker without thinking about being on one of those like spinny rides at the fair because it was like blasting while I was spinning around. Yeah. And so like yeah. I hear that song, I'm instantly brought back to being on that ride. I'm like, why is that? Like, why does my brain go back to that one moment? Despite the fact that I've heard the song thousands of times. Why well, that sounds like a podcast conversation, like science, the science of uh, music <laughs> memory, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, totally. It's totally correct. Um, and I, so yeah, which I try to pair just like all five, maybe six of our senses to when I do the beer dinners or whatever, try to mm -hmm. use all your senses when you're hearing this music playing that we chose, we curated for this event or this particular dish, even, you know, why does Lagwagon Hang work with this dish or, mm. you know, um, Jim Ward's new record or Sean, you know, why does these, why do these work? Here's why I'll tell you why look at it's the, amazing. look at that beer, sip it, taste it, listen to this song. You know, it's about farm, you know, underpaid farmers or whatever. And mm -hmm. we'll go from mm -hmm. there, hopefully change your experience. And then also, you know, go buy the record. So I'm trying to support yeah. artists through that <laughs> little promotion you know? as well. Uh, well, absolutely. And totally. I think that's the best way to promote the music is to say like, look how much this music means to me. You know, what does it mean to you? Do you ever get people that are like, hey, I don't see it. I don't, you know, I don't understand why uh, this yeah. record is yeah, it doesn't always paired with that right away. Um, mm. And they're, you know, they're like, oh, you're just, you're just making that up. Where it was like, I listen to the music, listen to what I'm saying. Like really try to really try to listen. Because some people just have music on in the background at a restaurant, yeah. um, mm. which is fine. It, it adds to, you don't want to hear clanging of dishes all the time and stuff like that. But if, if there's an, if there's a, um, uh, what's it called? If it's intentional, if people are intentionally playing certain songs or whatever to, to go with it, you know, um, I think it's going to create better memories of the food and drink too. Um, mm. Because like you said, wow. you know, Led Zeppelin on the, on the carnival ride is going to be always remind <laughs> you of that carnival ride, you know, right? yeah. hopefully it was a good experience, you know? Um, oh yeah. <laughs> songs. Of course there's music. Like that's why we put it on mixtape. So heartbreak and stuff like not heartbreaker, but like songs about breaking up and stuff like that, because that's mm -hmm. an emotional experience that you had. Here's a song about it you know, go cry in the corner to this, Jimmy exactly. Or, yeah. You know, um, <laughs> stuff like that, or I don't know. So it's kind of hoping to, to create more, not muscle memory, but in the same sense of that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I was cooking this blah, blah, you know, there's movies about it and different things, but so that's what we try to do with these events. And I'm, I'm doing a record swap on, you know, this coming week and I'm going to have people, chefs cooking different foods in the kitchen, dog treats and stuff. And then people will be, selling and playing records maybe oh, be, maybe a little bit of music but yeah. trying to pair that experience because those are my experiences i do mm -hmm. you know with like tacos and records and stuff so i want to pair those together um and but i'm gonna but i'm gonna have somebody like one of the record guys host it for 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 me as far as the music playlist is concerned because he's gonna you know I, i'll suggest some kind of records to play and then um because we're not gonna just gonna, we're not just gonna do like a spotify playlist or something we're gonna be mm -hmm. playing yeah records because oh, i want cool. people to say oh man now that i had that taco i need to have that record that record it's kind of That's an ex good. it's kind of a curated experience for the music and the food together mm -hmm. um so that's kind of why i want to talk to people like you know as far as maybe even a dreamless person would be the singer of offspring as a hot sauce company or whatever i mean mm, i know he's, mm -hmm. he's not he's not uh you know mexican but he made a successful hot sauce company because i mean probably based on how big his music is that's why it's so successful but the dude's got a PhD, you know, like let's yeah. talk about, let's talk about, let's find out more about being a punk rocker with a PhD, you know, bad religion, right. Descendants, you know, like and you'd these... probably be thrilled to talk about that for a change, you know? So <laughs> exactly. Tell me about your hot sauce, Bob, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so people like that have these companies 
uh, that I, you know, when I talked to her, I started, Hey, you started a, a, a water company because you're like heavy metal, you know, like, or like hot sauce or coffee or all these things. And they're, they're just, uh, everything it's all out there. I just have to, I personally have yet to know who the owner of these companies are. It's like, what mm. you used to be a, a cook and you saw blah, blah, just go from there. Yeah. And, cool. and you're into punk rock and hardcore or emo yeah. or whatever, you know, <laughs> you play that's trumpet in a ska out. band. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I played trumpet for a long time. And then I started this uh, company that walks dogs or I don't know, I can just make yeah. stuff up, but yeah, that's who awesome. Knows? Who knows what people do, you know, like, yeah. Um, do you play records in your classroom for your students? Uh, I don't play records just cause I don't have like a turntable in my classroom, but for the longest time I would have playlists playing, you know, mostly jazz and stuff like that. I try to do stuff without vocals just cause it's distracting and I can't always verify what, you know, <laughs> I'd have to really go through that list carefully. So I'd throw on a lot of jazz and stuff <laughs> while kids were doing like cursive writing and they loved it. Um, funny story. I had this kid one time I was playing the, the Scatolites and they have a bunch of instrumentals, some great instrumentals and they do like, this version uh, it's like a halloween song it's called scalloween and that came on it was around october that came on the kids are doing the cursive records this kid looks up and he goes what is this i said oh it's a band called scatolites uh they're doing kind of this halloween song he goes this is really cool he goes uh can you and this is like back when you could just like burn cds like kids knew about that kind of thing he's like can you make a copy of this for me <laughs> and i was like you bet and so, uh, yeah, burned a copy of the song for the kid and handed it to him. And it's like, you know, it was really cool. He just got really into it. I don't know if he still listens to Scott to this day, but <laughs> I like funny. to think that he thinks like if he does, he's like, oh, man, my fifth grade teacher gave me this ska song. How long yeah. ago was that? Oh, man, it was like 2007 or eight or something like that. It was a long time ago. Oh, so you've been teaching for a while. Yeah, I started in 06. Nice. Yep. you're close you're close to teaching retirement <laughs> i'm halfway man there you go that's way that's the way to look at it not like i'm counting down the days or anything but you know but teaching is a wonderful 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 profession i mean you're doing good work you know you're not making the rich person richer you're you're doing something meaningful but it is a hard job it is very mm -hmm. stressful i mean you love what you do and you love your students and it's like emotionally draining and, and challenging when you know they don't succeed or yeah. when they have hard things going on at home and so you pour a lot into it and i feel like a lot of teachers get burnt out you know they get burnt out and then they keep going and then they're not like the teacher that they once were you know like when they came yeah. into the profession they wanted to change the world and they yeah. kind of go out feeling defeated and angry resentful <laughs> and i'm like in the middle of my career and i'm just like how can i find ways to be reinvigorated and stay like current because kids are changing every year they come in and they're different and they, they're into different things and the world is changing so fast and mm -hmm. you know it's like you're trying to find ways to to hook them in and yeah i mean it's it's a tough it's a tough job but totally you know, I'm gonna stick with it. <laughs> okay, the whole good. rock star thing didn't work out. Maybe the podcasting thing will, but I think you need. I, uh, I like to, I like to teach. You so. need to uh, get it one of those like kind of cheapy Crossley record players to put songs on in the classroom or something. You know? I, yeah, yeah. Has yeah, I should get one already. So I don't know. I had one of those and I put it. I I just put it in my kids' room so they could. I was like, go listen to this record. I, I give them a record to listen to or whatever. Go yeah. put this on in your room while you're cleaning or just sit down and listen to it or whatever. And, you know, and it kind of, every time I go record shopping, I'll buy them 
one. I'll say this one. I'll buy this one for you, even if it's oh, that's that awesome. I want or whatever. I'll say this is this is your copy, you know, of London Calling or whatever. So you have it in our collection. <laughs> it's in our collection, but this is yours. You know, um, I mean, all of them. We they can they have access to all of them and stuff like that. But you know, I'm teaching them how to handle the records and mm-hmm. clean and take that's care great. of the turntable and stuff like that. But I don't know if they care. But you know. Uh, it's I good that you're doing that. that though, because to put their hands on the music and to like care for it and actually be involved in the process of like more than just like swiping or touching something with your thumb, you know, I think that's great. My, my kids are six and eight, so they're a little young, but they definitely know about records and I've gotten yeah. them a couple of records and they know that when a, like a slender box arrives on the porch, Oh, dad got a record, you know? <laughs> yeah, so exactly. they, yeah. Same thing. Somebody will text but, uh, me, did you get the package? And I'll tell my kids, go to the front porch, get the thing out, get, the, yeah. get it out of the sun. Now. <laughs> get that out of the sun quick. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. So hope, hopefully, hopefully we're planting the seeds of some sort of, you know, next generational, you know, music lovers, whether it's vinyl or whatever, the, whatever the format so. may be of the future, you know, cassettes, yeah. I mean, <laughs> eight tracks, I don't know. You're right. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think at, usually at this point in the conversation, I, I would say, I would tell you, or I will, I'll just do it. Tell me from your family or experience or whatever, some, some nuggets of wisdom of, that you've learned through doing the podcast or just teaching or parenting or anything like that, that, you know, drop some wisdom bombs on me or something like that of how, how to be, well, how to be a person. How to be a person. Well, you know, what I would say is you just, you have to take time every once in a while to think about what your values are and try to be really specific, like write them down or think about them and, you know, have those values. And then when you, when you run up against things like problems in your life, or you get stressed out, or you get worried about something that's going on, or you look at the news and you're freaking out because, oh my God, is the world coming apart? You know, you, you return to that list. You look at those values and you just do everything you can to make sure that you are still adhering to those values, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important. And I know it sounds really simple and, um, and things like that. But I think when you do that and you can like assure yourself that you're, you're like living for yourself and you're living for your family and you're living for the things that you want to do, that like that will help you get through those challenging times. Mm-hmm. And I also really try to always keep a positive mindset because I tell my kids this all the time. If you are thinking positively, and you have a positive mindset and something negative happens, you're going to be in a better position to handle that situation. You know, you're going to be ready yeah. for it. You're going to immediately start thinking of ways to solve it rather than to get, you know, depressed or angry. Mm-hmm. You know, I tell some of my friends who kind of are negative sometimes, I'm like, look, you're in a negative place. And if something happens, you're starting like, you know, you're starting on your back foot or you're starting from a place that's going to make it extra challenging for you to solve yeah, that problem. Yeah. And so I really try to keep, positive. I mean, that's why on my podcast, like I really don't, I mean, I know I've said some things like, you know, I've taken some jabs at some bands or singers or whatever, but I really try not to like spend a whole lot of time, like putting stuff down. Cause I know that's someone's hard work and like, who am I to like put it down? Um, but I feel better. Like when I'm, if I'm not being negative about bands or about albums or about groups that got popular that I don't think should have gotten popular over other bands. Like if I put all my energy into thinking about that, like, I just don't feel great. But if I put like positive energy into being psyched about, you know, bands that have made it or music that, you know, people are enjoying for the time, you know, like when Scott was huge, it's like, great, this is good music. I'm psyched that people are listening to it. Like I never got angry that like everybody at school all of a sudden was listening to Scott music, you know, even the kids that like maybe made fun of it or didn't even know what it was like three months prior. 
So, you know, my wisdom is just try to keep a positive mindset and, you know, adhering to your values and just doing the best you can to be a decent human being. Mm -hmm. I teach my fifth grade students that all the time. I say, look, I don't care. I don't say I don't care. You know, look, (laughs) I don't need you to be the smartest. I don't need you to be the fastest. I don't need you to read giant books. I said, I need you to work hard. Uh, I need you to be a decent person. I need you to think about other people. You know, <laughs> that's what I want for you. If you leave this classroom with those things, like all the other stuff is going to fall into place so much easier. And you're yeah. going to be a contributing member of society. You know, like today, it's such a struggle for me to like look at the news and see all these people who are selfishly just like not taking care of each other and doing things that are, you know, unhealthy or dangerous um, mm-hmm. or, you know, stepping on people's backs. And, you know, to me, that's like, Ugh, you know, <laughs> how do we as a society just have empathy yeah. and like take care of each other and realize that, you know, we're all really moving toward the same outcomes to be happy, to have, uh, you know, a good life and to um, do the best we can. And I know there's, there's obstacles and people get frustrated with those obstacles. But again, just having that positive mindset and like cutting each other some slack and like working together mm-hmm. is just going to how could it not work? You know, in theory, yes, it sounds sounds. Good. <laughs> you, know, I know. you said it. You said it was simple, but it's actually sometimes it's hard to be PMA. You know, positive. Oh thing. yeah, I know. When you know everyone's blaming each other for everything that's happening. You know, mm-hmm. it's because of this. It's because you didn't do this. Because you voted right. for this. It's because you said that. You know, it's like well, yeah, but we could also we could move forward positively if we're trying to. But it seems like. Seems like a lot of people just want to be mad and fight, you know? <laughs> well, exactly. And I, don't find, I don't find energy in that. No, I, yeah. And I get really down about it, but what I think to myself is I think, well, I can't control that. I can't control those people, but I can control right. me mm-hmm. and I can control how I respond to it. And, you know, I just try to go about every day doing my best to, you know, give some people uh, some room to make mistakes uh, or, you know, trust in people and trust in their intentions and try to think uh, about things rather than just immediately having an opinion about it or having something to say about it. Like I, I find that I always get really late to conversations because I'll think about it and I'll do a little research and I'll read up about it. And I'm like, Oh, that's what that person is saying, or that's where, the, where they're coming from. And then when it's like time to like throw in my two cents, like people have already moved on. <laughs> yeah. It goes quick. But Yeah. But um, you know, I just, I think it's important to try to keep positive in a, in a negative mm-hmm. landscape sometimes. The positive it is hard. aspect of negative thinking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think, uh, yeah, we can just move forward with being nice to each other. Um, because one out of every, you know, few comments or something that I post will be controversial because somebody doesn't agree with it because there's just, I don't, I don't need to agree with, I don't need everyone to agree with everything I'm saying. I just want to kind of just, you know, say, say things. So freedom of speech. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> that's we, it's on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Freedom of speech. But, you know, I tell my fifth graders, I said, your freedom of speech comes with a responsibility, you know? Oh yeah. Just oh, because yeah. you have that, that right. Then you've got it, you know, exercise it. You've got it, but it comes with responsibility. And that's what I think. That's the problem. I think that people have is they, they say that they can, they can have freedom of speech and that gives them a license to just to be nasty and to be, Sure. Angry yeah. and mean and terrible. And, that, and that's not what it is. It that's, doesn't give you a right to 
well, it does give you a right, but <laughs> it's not okay to be like a. It's not okay. Yeah. An awful jerk. It ain't you know, cool, I, man. I just came from the RMV and I was like, this is just such a microcosm of just like anger. And like <laughs> the, the person behind the desk, I, I commend them because they just had extreme patience with all these people in line at the RMV who are like frustrated, angry, like impatient. And I was like, wow. That's like the DMV, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, motor vehicles. What's R for? What does R stand for? I guess register of, I don't know. It's okay, yeah. Over here, it's the department. Um, but mm. Wasn't it No Use had a DMV song in their first record? They did, yeah, on their first yeah. record. <laughs> um, it's a miserable place, but I had to no, for sure. I had to hand it to the person behind the desk. I mean, they must take like medicate, like, like meditation classes or something because it's like prozacs <laughs> yeah 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 man and what's what's next on the horizon for your podcast oh, you got any rad things i should know about yeah you know just gonna keep plugging just gonna keep choosing albums that uh i love and you know i make connections with, with people and try to round up some some people who want to come talk about their records on the show i'm always looking for people to chat with and yeah. Um, but you know, as a as a podcaster yourself, sometimes that moves really quickly and sometimes it moves really slowly. So totally. Yeah. It's a lot yeah. of work. Where where can I where can we find you online? Uh, you can find uh talking records in all the places where you'd expect to find podcasts. We also have a website, talking record podcast uh dot net, and we have an email, talking records at outlook.com. Love talking music with people through email, you know, on the podcast, you know, on the Instagram, we're on Instagram, talking records. Twitter, YouTube, all the places. <laughs> if cool. you type in talking records, you're going to get us. And uh, yeah, I mean, the whole point of the podcast is to talk music. So I always invite people to, you know, comment, say something. What do you got? You know, where, where did you hear about this record? Or, you know, what songs do you like? Stuff like that. Exactly. So it's, so it's a conversation uh, on and off the podcast too, right? Like on. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Instagram, Twitter, all the stuff. So I was like, actually you didn't cover this song very much as I wanted to or whatever. I don't know what they say. Sure. But <laughs> or I love it when people have like their opposing uh, opinions or views on it, or they'll, you know, they'll say something like, Oh, um, you know, I much prefer this song or yeah, I didn't get that from that lyric or you know, anything really. Yeah. Or like, and I never yeah. really got into that band until later in life. And you know, you, you were talking about growing up with them and being young and just, you know, yeah. this is my perspective. And I think that's cool. Do you ever, have you ever done uh, a breakdown of a, like a compilation? I haven't, but I was thinking about doing that. I think it'd be really, really fun to have like multiple guests on one episode to talk about like the different songs on maybe a comp or episode something. Episode 100. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I have a plan for episode 100, but I, oh, do? cool. I don't want to say it in case it doesn't sure. pan out. <laughs> We've turned it into episode 102. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. No, that's that's really cool. Congrats on so many podcasts. I know it's hard to keep them going, like the production and everything like that. I mean... Uh, if you're putting like production onto it, some people just record it and send it. Like they don't do much to it, you know, but I know that you do because you're putting on music and yeah, you know, cutting the conversation to fit the songs and stuff. But um, yeah, I can't wait for the, I can't wait for some more episodes, you know, of thank you, man. Records. I appreciate that. I do yeah. take pride in it. So it is important to me that it sounds good and that everything is like, you know, organized and stuff like that. It's a lot of work, but you know, it's yeah. a hobby and I love, I love doing it. And as long as it remains fun and as long as I enjoy doing it, I'm going to keep, keep on doing it. You still have a lot of records to talk about probably too. Still have a lot of <laughs> records to get to. People are like, how come you haven't done this record? I'm like, I'll, I'll get to it. Like, you know, it's there. Yeah. I can only like, do, you know, one a week and it's like, example, how many it. records are in your collection? That's how many weeks I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> or something, so Over 600. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. That's a lot. 
Yeah. Um, I got to check out your Discogs page. Uh, you know, send it to me so I can. Yeah, I'll link you, man. It's There's a lot of weird stuff in there too. So, <laughs> yeah, okay. I like that. But yeah, mine's not all the same genre. I have actually the biggest part of my collection is probably Christmas albums. Nice. I have a whole bunch of different ones and you can get a lot of those for free. So I just always pick them up, you know? Oh yeah. I've got some weird ones too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just I picked get... up at like, yeah. Yep. Yep. This one's all bells. Yep. <laughs> Whatever, stuff like that. So, chanting. Yeah. 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 So, Hey man, I appreciate your time. Um, yeah, okay. Josh, this was awesome, man. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah. So this will, you know, come out soon, but, um, I wanted to, um, say, enjoy the rest of your summer break while you can. You know, Thank you. Course, because we're, my kids are already in school. So um, oh, a little wow. bit earlier, but you know, we're on West coast time. That's Just right. <laughs> West coast. Days. And you guys will be out two weeks early, so it'll maybe, pay. Who knows? Know. Maybe. Oh yeah. We'll see. <laughs> Breaks are all different now, but anyways, yeah. Talking records podcast. Jed, it's been amazing. Thank you. And um, we'll talk soon. This was fun. All right, all right yeah, man, man. Talk soon. Okay. Ciao. <laughs> Take care. Okay, 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 okay. Ladies and gentlemen, amigos y familia, everyone in the world who's listening, I know you are. Thus endeth another fine conversation with, well, it was my first conversation on, on tape with Jed Dion of Talking Records Podcast, but it's another iteration of the family cast where food and music is life. Yes. And I forgot to say, after that first song you heard on the episode, that was a band called The Roots. Yes, The Roots, baby. And that song was Rising Down off their 2008 album of the same name, Rising Down. That track is Rising Down. It features um, Most Deaf. That's why you might have heard some different voices. And Dice Raw, who has done other legendary songs, too. So they're both on there and Styles. So lots of fun stuff on that particular song in general. So yeah, we've got to switch up the genres here a little bit. I love The Roots. Questlove produced that one. 2008. Check it out. Anyways, yeah, so conversation, talking records podcast, lots of lots of information in there. Jed is a fun guy. We had a good time talking on his podcast. We had a good time talking on my podcast. And there's more to come, hopefully, in the future. And he like as he said, his band is called No Intention, and he also plays in the Prozacs. So check both of those out, No Intention and The Prozacs, both available on Bandcamp. And some other some of the songs uh, Jed has been on are on Spotify. So I'm going to play a song at the end of this little talk, this little ditty right here at the end of this episode. So that'll close us out. So, yeah. Thank you, Jed. Thanks for being a guest on the show. And I did want to mention that uh, I'm, I am moving into a very busy season at Harvest Kitchen. Thank God we're, we're very busy, but um, it's going to afford me less time to be on the episodes here on the podcast. Um, so I'm going to move to uh, putting out episodes probably every other week now. I've been trying to do it every week thus far, but it's going to be just pretty busy in the kitchen. So I'll do what I can. But uh, the the uh, I'm going to commit to doing it every other week at least. So <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I got a lot of a lot of weddings crammed into the end of the year here. So, uh, yeah, but I will say that I have some cool things in the pipeline still. Some more episodes to come out. I just talked to my buddy Ethan Luck. So that episode will be the next one. And we will go from there. I have some more things in the works. Like I, I do always say that I know, but I always have. I feel like I always have fun things in the works. So thank you once again for listening. Thank you for tuning in uh, week after week. Go back and listen to all the episodes. Catch up. Um, so you know what I'm talking about when I do some throwback jokes or reference old episodes. It's because uh, all everybody that I talk to, I've, I've felt um, a personal connection with. 
one thing, but they're all, you know, they're buddies, they're old pals, amigas y familia, all that kind of stuff. So check it out, you know, go back and listen to Chef Letty or Aaron from Essex or Aaron from Public Square or Cameron who does all the music festivals or Tyler from Beer Savage or so many, so many guests that, uh, that you should learn about and hear their music too, if they do music. Yeah. Um, this is episode 32. And so that's about, uh, you know, I don't know how long it's going to go, so we'll see where we're going. We'll see where we're going from here on out. And it's been a, it's been fun so far. It's been fun, and I don't see any signs of stopping. But I do want to I do reiterate that I'm going to be very busy in the kitchen, at Harvest Kitchen. So um, I'll be doing some live videos and other collaborations uh, musically and cooking and stuff like that. But maybe um, the, the episodes won't be coming out every week. So just be ready for that. Catch up on the older ones, like I said. Catch up on some of the ones that I'm a guest on on other people's podcasts and such. I'll be putting some more uh, bonus content on Patreon. I also, I'm going to launch a buy me a coffee page so you don't have to do the whole Patreon thing. You can just do a quick, like it's almost like a Venmo thing. So, And if you do want to hit me up on Venmo, my at is Joshuak, J-O-S-H-U-A-C-K, Joshua C-K. Those are my initials. You can just hit me up on Venmo right there. Thanks for doing the show. Here's a little beep beep. So, okay. Yeah. So again, thanks a lot. So those of you that came out to the record swap and taco pop on August 22nd, thanks be unto thee. Thank you. Thank you. Hope you got some good records and some good tacos. We'll be doing some more of that soon. Ch- keep a lookout for the Harvest Kitchen truck popping up near you. If you're around Diego County, especially. And if not, uh, just uh, send me an email. Maybe I'll send you some recipes to do some pairings and stuff like that. So I got some... Um, I got some good news for you. I don't have any bad news. My, the good news is that, um, uh, what was it? The good news. Oh, I have some newer records in my collection and I'm going to be making some more mixes and like kitchen playlists. So that's, I mean, that's fun for me. That's fun for me. I hope it's fun for you too, but it's fun for me to do that. So I'm going, that's going to be coming out soon. So that's, that's the good news. There's other good news too, but uh, that's the good news for now. Be kind. Be kind to one another. Love your fellow human. We're all just humans trying to survive no matter what we're going through, no matter what our mental health status is right now. Our capacity for living is pretty much, um, we're all like living at, at a high level of, you know, um, stress levels, no matter what we're going through in our lives. It's just crazy right now. So please be kind to each other. Please be more kind to each other. Be kind to strangers. Be kind to friends. Be kind to family. That's all I can, I can keep telling you is be kind, be kind, be kind, because... I need to tell myself that too. I need to be patient. I need to be kind, as do we all. So until next time, amigos y familia, friends and family around the world, I bid you a fond farewell. And the song is Once Again. I hope that you like it. It's a fun one. And I will see you on the interwebs. You can catch me on Instagram at the family cast. You can see me, uh, send me an email, famcastpod at gmail.com. And I'll talk to you soon. Until next time, ciao, ciao.
Thanks for listening to the Family Cast. Yeah. <laughs> did it work? Sweet. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's always the. What's did it go? Recording? I think it's still going. recording. Yeah. Leaving. Okay. All right. I'll see you later. Cool, man. <laughs> this is fun. Bye. Thank you. See ya. Bye. Awesome. <laughs>